Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. In the name of Jesus, amen. We humans, while we are weak and we are helpless, however, here's the catch, we rarely like to admit it. We are indeed, we are weak, we are helpless, but we don't like to admit it. We also do not like to admit all the things from which we derive our power from, things that we depend upon, things that we derive strength from, the various people in our lives, the different institutions that hold us up the resources that, again, prop us up in this life. We like to think that we stand on our own two feet, by ourselves, independent, if you will. But in reality, we really don't. We really don't. We depend on many things in our lives. We borrow power. Yes, we borrow power from all sorts of people and the institutions, gadgets, and resources. We could say that we live off of borrowed Power. Yes, borrowed power. As little children, we borrow a lot of power from parents and siblings and even teachers to make it through in those younger years. And then when we become young adults, even younger individuals, well, we then shift our dependence on to things such as our health, our optimism, our youthful strength, combined with a little bit of assistance from others to get us started in life. Later on, in advanced years, we depend on our wisdom, our experience, our various resources that we've accumulated, as well as the medical community to keep our bodies propped up. The point is, we link ourselves, each and every single one of us in this room, in this sanctuary, we link ourselves to other things to help us in this life. And in so doing, we can live in the illusion that we're not weak, that we're not helpless. In fact, that is the great myth. That is the great myth that too many people believe. We don't like to admit that we are helpless and weak. And we certainly do not like to admit all these things and admit that we tap into other things for power and strength. But as you already know, life happens. Indeed, life happens. Showing us that nothing is entirely secure in this world. We are going along our day and life happens to us and nothing is secure. Whether it is a natural disaster that comes upon us, turmoil in the world, a failing economy, decline in health, or something else, well, nothing is permanent. Nothing is secure. And that includes all those things that we borrow power from. That is right, every person, institution, and gadget, well, they end in dust. They end in ashes. They end in ruin. If we were to read more about our Old Testament reading from the book of Job this morning, we would hear how Job once sat in ashes and dust for, get this, for seven days to consider, to consider the ruins of his once great estate. You see, Job had lost everything. And my friends, sooner or later, the same will be true for you and for me. Now, it does not give me great joy to say this on, of all days, Easter. However, you and I, we cannot appreciate 
We cannot appreciate the profound impact of Easter Sunday if we are still living with the illusion that we're not weak or we're not helpless. We cannot appreciate the power of the resurrection. We cannot indeed appreciate the power of the resurrection if we're somehow still propping ourselves up with borrowed power from all sorts of people, institutions, and gadgets and things. But truth be told, truth be told, when we consider the reality that we are indeed weak and poor, well, it causes anxiety in all of us to realize that we depend on all sorts of borrowed power well, gives way to fear. And we don't like fear. We don't like to feel anxious. Nonetheless, to all of this, to this anxiety and this fear, we must say good. Yes, good. If we feel anxious when we look to these power things that we strive to cling on to, when we realize that they are essentially dust and ashes and that causes anxiety in us, good. Yes, it's good. But why? Why good? You see, dear friends, when all of our ideas, when all of our finite ideas, all of our tricks, all of our plans, and all of our resources of power, when they're demolished in our minds due to anxiety, well, we're brought to reality. It's good to be in reality. Indeed, we must come face to face with the reality that we were brought out of our mother's womb naked, and we shall return to the womb of the earth naked. That is to say, we brought nothing into this world and we will bring nothing out. We leave the world just as destitute as we entered it. Empty. But how can this be good? And especially, how can it be good this morning, out of all places and times, and all services? How can this be good to hear? Consider our Old Testament reading yet again from Job, the 19th chapter. Job, he rightly acknowledges that, get this, that his flesh will be destroyed, becoming food for worms. He has no hope in his resources. He has no confidence in other people. He has no reliance on any institution to come and save him and rescue him. He has no special gadgets, no utility belt with different resources on him. But why the confidence? Why the confidence? Why the assurance for Job when he has nothing, when he has no hope and resources, no friends, nothing to rely upon? Why the hope? Why the confidence? Why the assurance? It doesn't make sense. It's right there in Job's text in his confession for us this morning. Get this, Job says this. He says, I know, yes, I know that my Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. Baptized saints, Jesus lives today. That's the glorious truth why we are here in the sanctuary. It's why we woke up this morning. It's what our ears are needing to hear. Jesus rose from the grave he is Job's advocate. He's Job's vindicator. He's Job's redeemer. Job's redeemer. Jesus is the one power that Job clung to when all else was lost, when all else fell apart. He's the one that Job clung to. Job knew that the redeemer would be the one who would step on this earth on the great last day to call him, to call Job out of the grave of death. That is right. On the great last day, get this, many of millions of bodies that were buried in dust and ashes will feel the influence of Jesus' mighty power. And then, in a twinkling of an eye, many millions of people will rise from their graves with Job and be joined alive with the Redeemer, Jesus Christ. 
And so, dear friends, if you have anxiety in this world due to the faltering and flimsy people and institutions and gadgets and resources in this life, if you find anxiety about these things falling apart and returning to dust, well, good. Yes, good. It is not healthy to have saving faith in these people and these things, for these people and these things cannot rescue your body from death. As already stated, every person, every thing, every institution and gadget ends in dust and ashes and ruin. But get this, not your Jesus. Your Jesus does not end in ruin. Your Jesus does not end in dust. Your Jesus does not end in ashes. He's alive. Baptized saints, the good news of the gospel that we need to hear yet again and again and again. The good news that causes us to smile. The good news that gives us a little skip in our step. The good news that makes our chins be lifted up is that our Christ, your Christ, did not stay in the grave to become dust and ashes. Your Jesus did not rot in the tomb. His flesh did not become food for worms, but he rose. Your Christ rose from the grave, and he's alive today at the Father's right hand. He's at the right hand of the Father, never to taste death again. And unlike everything else, his power is lasting for you, for me, and for Job. Job, knowing this, was consumed with, get this, the text says, an anxiousness as well. Not the kind of anxiety from despair or the kind of anxiety that comes from fear, but instead Job was consumed with an anxiety, the kind of, get this, the kind of excitement in your gut that makes you want to shake, the kind of excitement that gives this uncontrollable hope. Job's gut and heart were turned upside down because he rightly knew that he would stand on dry ground someday and see Christ with his own bodily eyes, even though his earthly life was literally falling apart. And so today, the simple truth is that the tomb is empty. Jesus is not there, but he is coming back for you. He's coming back for you and for me and for Job. And this simple truth is power to you and me as we all muddle through this life together. In other words, whether our times are good or whether they are bad, we will be all right. Whether it's good or bad, we are all right. For Jesus is risen, and he will not forget you and me in the dust and ashes in our grave whether we have many friends or resources and gadgets or assistance in this life, or if we have nothing, we will be all right. For Jesus has risen and will not forget you and me in the grave. And so we do not put our hope, we do not put our hope in human institutions, we do not put our hope in gadgets and leaders and resources, for none of these things can save us. When these things die and when they fall apart, they return to dust along with all of their false promises and clever ideologies, but not your Jesus. Not your Jesus. You baptized saints, you have the creator of heaven and earth. You have one who does and fulfills all of his promises for you. You have one who does what he says. You have one who defends you. You have one who feeds you. You have one who sustains you. You have one who will someday resurrect you from the grave as he has resurrected himself this day. And that one is your Redeemer, Jesus Christ, who lives today for you. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Your Christ is alive. 
and you are alive as well in him. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.